today on CityCast Salt Lake. Hey, it's Emily Means, filling in for Ali Vallarta. She's stuck in a miles-long line for a dirty Coke at an undisclosed swig drive through location. Allie, call if you need help. Today, I'm here to wish you a happy belated birthday from your Uncle Joe Biden. He just sent 100,000 Utahns a birthday card with thousands of dollars in student debt forgiveness. One of those people is Rachel Adams. She's a recent University of Utah graduate. We talked about her experience paying for college, and I also asked her, what is she going to do with the money she's now saving on her loan payments? It's Tuesday, August 30th, 2022. I'm Emily Means, and this is CityCast Salt Lake. Rachel Adams, welcome to CityCast Salt Lake. Thank you. It's so good to have you here. And it is back to school for university students. Uh, You've been graduated for a couple of years now, though. So take us back to your time at school. So I actually graduated from the University of Utah in 2017. And that was after a few, a couple extra years, but I had to, I also worked full time for the last few years of school. So that just meant I couldn't take as many classes at, at a time that I wanted to. So it took me a little bit longer. I studied, they call it urban ecology, which is their city planning program, which was great. Why did you go to college? Why did you make that decision? Because it's a pretty big decision, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I remember always wanting to go to college. And even though my parents, my dad never actually graduated uh, and my mom didn't go to college, but they were always really great about encouraging me and my siblings to go to college. They really wanted us to all get degrees and they just knew that that would be a good step forward for us. So I, it didn't feel like a huge decision just because it was something that we had always talked about and planned on. And I loved, I loved college. I loved school, even in when I was in, you know, high school. Okay. So you got your degree in urban planning, urban ecology. Mm-hmm. How much student loan debt did you graduate with? I think the total I ended up with was about 20,000, which Not a a small chunk of change. (laughs) Yeah, I know that's not as much as the average or as much as a lot of people my age have. But, you know, at 25, it was a lot of money. (laughs) It feels like a lot, that's for sure. Um, So, you know, we just heard President Biden recently announced this student loan forgiveness program. So we're looking at between $10,000 and $20,000 forgiven kind of based on your qualifications. Mm -hmm. How did you react to that news? Yeah, I relief is probably the biggest feeling, but I also I think I had just been hoping for it since Biden was elected. Yeah, you were kind of like, well, it's about time. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So how much of your student loan had you paid off already? I had paid off about five or six thousand. So right now I have about 14000 left. Okay. And I did have a private student loan that I, I just paid that off first. So I I had paid off, you know, a good chunk of it. I definitely took advantage of the COVID pause. You know, I made a few payments, but I was like, I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll use that money for other stuff. (laughs) Yeah. So, 
Yeah, for sure. Well, I feel like debt has become so normalized when Mm -hmm. we're talking about college. It's just like pretty much expected that students are going to have to take out a loan or I don't know, like the trade off is you'll either do that or or give away your firstborn child or something. I'm not Mm -hmm. sure. But um, so you're you're a first generation college student. What was it like trying to figure out how you're going to pay for tuition? Yeah, I I have pretty vivid memories of me and my mom sitting down and trying to figure out FAFSA and try to find scholarships. And I did get some scholarships, which was helpful, but my mom is Canadian. So she just had no idea how FAFSA worked, the whole application process worked. And so that was, I, I do remember that even when I was, you know, 17 years old, that was a huge stress in mm-hmm. both of our lives. And my dad did a little bit of college, but never actually graduated. So he was at least a little more familiar, but me and my mom felt pretty overwhelmed. <laughs> it, I, my parents were always pretty tight lipped about finances. So I, you know, they made it clear they wouldn't be able to pay for all of us to go to college. They said they would help out as they could, but we really needed to focus on scholarships and getting any financial aid we needed. So we had those conversations and, you know, conversations about FAFSA, how much they expect the family to contribute. And that's not really realistic. And so, yeah, yeah, that was, those were some big conversations for sure. Yeah. So looking at how much debt you had when you graduated that, that $20,000 and where you are now, do you feel like, taking out those loans for your education was worth it? That's a great question. I think for me, it was worth it. I I wouldn't be able to have the job I have now without a degree. And I, like I said, I really, I loved school. I still kind of want to go back. Ah, <laughs> we'll uh, that, that, that temptress <laughs> while the, when the leaves are turning colors and the air yes, is getting yes. crisper and you're like, Ooh, so nostalgic for university life. <laughs> you know, you walk, you drive past the university. Utah, I'm like, Oh, it's so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I feel that. I feel yeah, that. Yeah. But no, I definitely think it was worth it, but I, you know, I think there's definitely a limit there, you know, there's a certain amount where it's probably not worth taking on that much debt, but for me, it was worth it. So Rachel, there's been some criticism of Biden's forgiveness plan kind of from all sides of this issue. Mm -hmm. Uh, We saw Utah Senator Mitt Romney saying that it's unfair to people who've already paid off their loans. I think we've seen that a lot from Republicans in this state. We also have seen people saying like forgiving $10,000 is not enough. Yeah. What what do you make of these arguments? What's your response? Yeah, I know it does seem like everyone is kind of (laughs) mad on both sides. But you know, it's it is just a feels like just a band aid on a bigger problem. You know, tuition just shouldn't be so expensive that people feel like they or people do have to take out loans to pay for college. You know, mm-hmm. I I think if you want to go to college and you can, I think you should be able to. Um, so I I understand that feeling of especially if someone had worked really, really hard, you know, maybe had extra jobs to try to pay off their student loans. I mean, that's that's great. And I don't want them to feel like they're being punished or that, you know, other people are being rewarded. But I I will say that I 
have also worked really hard and have always made my payments on time. It's just trying to even the playing field a little bit, I think. What have you heard from other folks in your community, like your friends who might be Mm. in the same boat with student loans? Um, How are they responding to this news about the forgiveness program? Yeah, all all of my friends, all of my community has been really excited, even though not a lot of them have student loan that will be, you know, included in this, you know, some have private loans, unfortunately, or some, you know, finish college with scholarships, which is great. So I don't think it has impacted as many of my friends as I thought it would, but they've all been really happy about it. Just, you know, happy for those that are getting the benefit. So that's been really nice. What do you want to see? I mean, you mentioned that tuition being so expensive is a huge barrier for folks. What kind of action do you want to see from our elected officials on this issue? I know. I I feel like it could be something that our state officials could do something about, especially for our state schools. I mean, this is my pretty controversial take, but I just think we spend so much money on you know, sports and these kind of extra things at school that, I mean, the highest paid person at the University of Utah is the football coach. So you're telling telling me, Rachel, controversial. (laughs) I don't know. It just seems like facts. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, that is it. You can look it up. It's a fact. But so I, I just think there are things that, especially for state schools, just shifting the priorities and trying to figure out how to make it more affordable you know, maybe more scholarships. But even then, I, I do feel like that's still kind of a band-aid. I think the the root cause is just the, the cost of going to college. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what advice would you give to students who are in a similar position to you? I guess just to really <laughs> consider, you know, what degree you're getting. Is there a job that you are shooting for, like a specific job that you know you'll at least be able to make those payments? <laughs> um, I think that's one criticism I can definitely kind of see the reasoning on from mm. more on the like the right side is that if you know it's going to cost you know hundred grand to get this master's degree in something, and there's not not guaranteed, but a higher chance of getting a higher paying job. I think just just think about that a little bit. But it's also so hard when you're talking about 17, 18 year olds. I mean, I don't know. It's it's a really big decision. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Our brains aren't quite fully formed yet at that yeah. point. <laughs> yeah. To make huge financial decisions. So right. I don't know. Talk, talk to your school guidance counselor, I guess. Maybe your parents if you can. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. So, Rachel, what are you going to do with the money that you no longer have to spend on your student loans? Yeah, I my plan is to take whatever, you know, my the difference in my payment would be and to put it into my house savings for a down payment one day. Mm -hmm. So hopefully it will speed that process along. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I mean, I would say the sky is the limit, but it's really not. Things are really (laughs) expensive nowadays, especially housing. (laughs) Exactly. $10,000 is not a ton when it comes to buying a house, but hopefully it will at least just make it more attainable. 
All right. Rachel Adams, thank you so much for sharing your story with us and uh, enjoy your $10,000, I guess. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Maybe next time we talk, we'll be having a house party at your new There you go. A housewarming go. party at your new home. <laughs> We heard from a few other folks about student loan forgiveness. Jody says this is going to be great for her children and that more would have been better, but they're grateful for any help they can get. And how will Ariel use the extra money? They simply won't be late on the other bills they need to pay to survive. And maybe if they're feeling fancy, they'll buy a grocery item they can't normally afford. Over the weekend, news broke about a BYU fan hurling racist slurs at a black player during the BYU-Duke volleyball game. The fan was not removed from the game. Afterwards, BYU officials condemned the behavior and said the fan has been banned from university venues. This is not the first time, and it probably won't be the last time either, that some Utah sports fans have shown themselves to be racists. Governor Spencer Cox said he was disgusted by the behavior and that society needed to create an atmosphere where, quote, racist a-holes like this never feel comfortable attacking others. That's all for us today on CityCast Salt Lake. Hey, if you like us, you really like us, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and tell a friend about us. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more from around the city. Bye. All right. I'm incredibly out of breath, so I'm going to try again.